we're back and a little bit lighter than usual because someone, and we're not going to point fingers, but his name may rhyme with Nori Bomicide Gilliams. <laughs> so, <laughs> Wertho was actually telling Yarn of the Year. Fantastic yarn. Oh. And Homicide found it so funny that he decided to smack the table. And what happens when you smack the table hard enough is you knock the battery pack out of the microphone that we were using. Fucking Nori. Nori. <laughs> Nori Gilliams. My God. Well, anyway, but we are here with, speaking of he's not here anymore, but we are with Corey Homicide Williams and Mark Worthington, as usual, and we've got some massive news stories. It's probably a good thing that the battery pack got knocked out because there's been some big news stories coming up. And I know we'll hit on the first one because it was news fresh today. It's a bit of NBA action. Isaac Humphreys was playing for the Erie Bay Hawks in the NBA G League. We, of course, remember Isaac Humphreys was the Rookie of the Year two years ago in the NBL, and he's now got a 10-day contract with the Atlanta Hawks. A little bit late for them to save their season with the uh, addition of Isaac Humphreys, but still nonetheless. Gives gives him opportunity. Gives him opportunity. It's fantastic. That's all you need sometimes is a bit of opportunity to show what you can do. And uh, I, for one, did not think that he was NBL – uh, NBA potential when he was playing in the NBL. He yeah. seemed to have that. He didn't seem to love basketball enough for me, but he's proven me wrong. Uh, obviously a super talented human being, not only a basketball player, but a musician as well, be able to play the piano. He can sing. And, and all that shit and sing and all that shit that I can't do. Um, <laughs> you prove every week that you can't do. No, no, no. But, but you know what? I keep trying and apparently you can learn to sing. So I'm just going to keep giving it a crack. Well, we'll see about that. <laughs> um, but fantastic. Like we said, 14th Australian in the last two years to make it to the NBA, 13th this season to uh, play in the NBA and just another feather in the cap for Australian basketball. Definitely. Um, you were right. He didn't look that passionate about playing the game last year, although super talented, one rookie of the year. But obviously he got his act together and it's That's well like deserving. That's like the best looking house in the worst street though. <laughs> <laughs> in all honesty, it was like having the best house in the worst yeah. street. Yeah, man. You know, and like you said, 14th Ozzy in the last two years. I mean, let me, let me ask you guys something. Is there an actual spot to, to get if you were an Ozzy playing in the NBL to make that Olympic team? You know well, I was saying? actually like, thinking about this one the other day, and there's two guys who with I don't think we're going to see, and not we won't talk the Olympic team right now because it's a long way away, but the World Cup team. Yep. For the Olympic team, I don't think there is at all. For the World Cup team, and it depends if Aaron Baines is healthy enough to play. If he's healthy enough to play, then no. But otherwise, there is a chance for Angus Brandt, who by some news that has also come through, and we'll jump onto that a bit later, I might be jumping the gun here, may not be in the NBL. But I think a guy like Angus Brandt could come in just as a big body for defensive purposes to mix with Andrew Bogut. Well, now do you go Angus Brandt or Isaac Humphreys? Because Isaac Humphreys has been killing it. And that's the thing, you've got He's to go for one of those He's been absolutely killing bodies. it. He's been putting up points and rebounds. Angus Brandt hasn't done that consistently over a season. So I'm going to have... A- Isaac Humphreys ahead of Angus Brandt at this point in time. And obviously this 10-day, we'll get to see what he's like going against the best in the world because he's going to have that opportunity. Hopefully he gets on the court to show what he, you know, what he's worth. You're not going to bring a guy in for 10 days now and not play him. No. So he's going to get the opportunity. Speaking of um, guys 
getting opportunity with the Olympics, Boomers, World Cup, Olympics. This is a free agent I'm going to talk about. And we were speaking on overtime the other day. Nathan Sobey not going back to the 36s and potentially could be going up to Queensland with Brisbane. He's signing a three-year deal in Brisbane. That will be done on the first. Dumbass move. That is a stupid-ass move. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that one at all. First of all, that's not an upgrade in any way. Second of all, that ain't even your style of play. Now, my thing when I was talking to Liam, Liam was like, well, you know, obviously you would want to be under the coach of the Boomers that could potentially give you a better chance of making a national team. I said, that's bullshit. This is not a 30-team league. Yeah. It's 18, it's nine teams. If you're killing, they're going to see you. You know, it's not like you're playing with friggin' Utah. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? And you could be a, a off the radar or Washington versus going to L.A. It's not that. And what are you really trying to say? He signed only because the coach said, basically, if you sign with us, you're going to play. Your chances are better going to the national team because I'm coaching you. And he's got no chance anyway. And And he got no chance anyway. And that's not a knock on Sobey. That's just the players that are good they are. Exactly. And Lamanis came out and said, look, it's difficult being the national team coach and coaching the Brisbane Bullets, but it has its perks too, meaning (laughs) – he gets to persuade players, and he has over the last two years, that are near fringe boomers or boomers, however you want to say it, into the team. Now, I can speak on this matter because I played under Brian Gorgian when he was the national team coach at the Sydney Kings. Right. And I was fortunate enough to make the team. Right. But there was guys that came to Sydney hoping that they will be in that national team that didn't get selected because you know what? If you're around the head coach every day, he sees all the good in you. He also sees all your flaws and your weaknesses. And so a couple of those guys that didn't make the national team that were playing with me at the Kings, it was because Gorge knew their game inside and out, back to front. Now, what does Nathan Sobey good at? Attacking. Attacking. Going out of a system and creating. What don't the Brisbane Bullers do? Attack None and of go that. out of the system. None of that. So how is he going to be- – Look, that check got to be crazy. That's Correct. What, you, it, but, it has to come back to that. The money got to be crazy. But you know it won't be. Unless Brisbane are throwing some serious money, which I don't think that's, I've seen them throw before, I'd be very surprised if it was money-based. Oh, you know what? Lamanis is selling you pipe what? dreams. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, I agree. You know and what? I hope he proves us wrong. I hope Sobe goes there, makes one of these national teams or something like that and proves us wrong. I always hope that because as a basketball player – you always hope for the best. Of yeah, guys. we wish but, them the best. But, but looking at this, it seems like the you know, seriously wrong. Do you know way. who's the big winner out of this? Lamanis. No, the Phoenix. Why? Because now they'll have their money to go after. Sean Long? Casper Lear. <laughs> he just what? wants to say Sean Long for everyone. Sean Long, come back. They're talking about NBL 1. NBL 1 on overtime the other day. This motherfucker probably sitting there like, ah, kill South Cobra. Sean Long. Sean Long. Come back, Sean Long. I please. Him, yeah, I, heard, I literally saw him getting in an Uber yelling Sean Long out the window <laughs> yeah. before. But now the I Phoenix. Hope, I hope that all this energy brings Sean Long back. Man, the but, yeah. but now the Phoenix can go after Casper Ware. Yeah. Put that little dagger in Melbourne United. Casper mm. gets to stay in Melbourne where obviously he loves it. Yep. Man, that's exciting. It, it really is. I hope Tommy just really goes after that. Like, yeah. like, you know, Tommy's a really good guy. 
You know what I mean? But right now, he needs to take whatever he has in him, bad, and use that to go get Casper and say, fuck yeah. United. I'm going to get Casper. Fuck United. It's on. That's what he needs to do. 100%. And touching on, we spoke about the 10-day contract with Isaac Humphreys going to the NBA. And it reminded me, Corey, that you had your stint in the NBA. Yeah. And similarly, so you know what it's like to go into a, go into a situation like Isaac's about to go into. And you're playing for potentially another opportunity. So you with the Raptors, right? Yeah, what's Toronto. Like? The it's, Six. Yeah, the Six. Shout out to the Six. I had an incredible month there. It was incredible. Um, one, what you have to do is give your all. You have to be the first guy in the gym. You got to be the last guy to leave. Hey, hey. Yes, yes. Fuck that. Okay. Tell us about your story in Toronto. Like, you didn't quite make it. But oh, okay. Tell, so tell I go to training story. camp, right? Oh, Bum-ass knees made it yeah. instead. Okay, so here's the whole story. All right. I, at one point, dominated playground basketball, which is street ball in New York City. You don't get a nickname like yours for nothing. Yeah, th this is true. I hope you got that nickname. I got the basketball. nickname. I got it playing basketball. Good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, that was the platform I had to use. After I graduated school, I didn't have any help. You know, I didn't have an agent. I didn't have a big name. I am not, I was not Zion Williams. I was the complete opposite. So the only avenue and platform I had was playground basketball. And I actually believed I could jumpstart a professional career using streetball as my platform. This is where in the summertime in New York, guys from the NBA, other international pros come home and we all interact with each other in the summer and play streetball. Some of it is pickup and some of it is our actual leagues. So this is where you get an opportunity if you're good enough to match up with NBA players and show what you actually can do. What was awesome about that was if I go in, if I'm going into a training camp or summer league, I don't have room for error in their world the way they would. But in playground basketball, I have all the room for error in the world. Felix, stop licking the ball. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Oh, 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 oh. If anybody wants any context on that, there's a soccer ball in the studio at the moment, and I was just holding it, and I happened to just give it a lick to see what it was, uh, you know, what it was made of. What's, what sort of, leather, what sort of leather are we working with here? Is this premium quality? And yeah, it is. If anyone was wondering, refer to. Uh, I'm about to chuck it up on Instagram if anyone wants <laughs> to see. Refer to where those Instagram if you want to see me licking the uh, soccer ball. <laughs> so um, there was a lot of games where you know I dominated, but one specific game, two games stood out for me till this day. One game was when I played against Ron Artest at Rucker Park. I had 27 points. They started double teaming me. That's when I really knew that. One-on-one, -on -one, couldn't nobody stop me if the NBA Defensive Player of the Year so. couldn't stop me. He was with Indiana Pacers that time. In his, in his, in his prime. In his prime. Player of the year. Yeah, yeah. regarded as one of the best defenders. Yeah, in his prime. And that game right there got me. We lost in the playoffs by two to them, and that game got me MVP of the league at Rucker Park. The second game that I knew I was really that dude in playground basketball was, rest in peace, Ali Moe was a streetball legend. J.R. Smith, Dante Jones, Kenny Satterfield, all those three, those three guys were in the NBA. Um, two NBA champions, and obviously one was a, a second round pick. Anyway, um, and Big Strick, God bless the dead, another guy who um, played with the Knicks. I gave them 45. And that's when I really knew that summer I got a shot directly yeah. 
from playground to Toronto Raptors. So once I got there, I understood and knew you're not the man when you get a shot. You're a 2020 player, and what I call that is you either get in the game when you up 20 or down 20. Go in, just run the show, make sure your plus or minus is good, you know, <laughs> and that's it. Score when you can, create when you can, yeah. and play good defense, pick up full court. So when I got the opportunity, that's exactly what I did. And I remember maybe four or five games, four games in, they didn't make any cuts yet, and we just lost the game before to Maccabi Tel Aviv, which you're never supposed to lose no. to a, <laughs> a non-NBA Even team in preseason. You still can't be <laughs> Even losing Even though they one. were a powerhouse, you're not supposed to lose, and we lost. So, you know, I could feel it in the air. We're playing New Jersey Nets the following game, and we're down 12 points, five minutes left. Vince Carter, that was the offseason. He just got traded. Lamar Murray said, you guys are stupid. If you're going to trade your franchise player, trade me too. They traded him to New Jersey as well. So it was a timeout. And Sam Mitchell, the head coach at the time, put in myself, T.A. Brown, and Robert Pack. Those were the three-point guards they brought in the training camp. The, the training camp. So the best out of three, out of those three, would get the spot if... Alvin Williams cannot play. Bone on bone, pretty much he's battling and playing. He had knee damage. No cartilage. No cartilage. Bone on bone, he's still trying to play. He had probably about $30 million left on his deal at the time. So that's just not a contract you could just waive that easy. Yeah. There's too much money left. So if the doctors say he can't play, obviously insurance will cover that. You pick one of those three guys. They put us in the game. And Lamar Murray was guarding me. They called a timeout. Sam Mitchell said, whoever the fuck Lamar Murray's guarding, give him the fucking ball. He was guarding me. So I literally, I literally was getting clear outs. I felt like I was at Rucker Park. <laughs> like I couldn't do any wrong. We ended up winning that game. I had, what, 11 points, three rebounds, three assists. And we win in overtime. The next day, we go to, I go to training camp. I go to practice. Both of those guys got cut. So I know that game saved me from being cut. And it all went into perspective for me. It's really about, you know, timing and right opportunity because obviously, you know, I was good enough to make it, but they, they, the guy, the doctor said Alvin Williams could play. So I finished out my preseason, but I wasn't mad when I didn't make it because I beat out my competition. The other two guards yeah. with NBA experience got sent home. So it's all about opportunity. I think for a lot of people that don't know the NBA, NBA for the bench players is so much right place, oh, right time. When you get to those last three players on the bench, it is literally right place, right because time. Because some of those players are super shitty. Like they can still play basketball, obviously, but they're not that good. Like you look they're, at they're, there's guys in the NBA that are better than the bottom three bench guys in the NBA just because they're there at the right time or they're right awesome agent. dudes. Right agent, good dude, you know, towel waving. No problem, all that sort of stuff. supportive, right. A hundred percent. And while we're on the topic um, of- Just, just while Ooh, here we're we on go. the topic, NBL breaking as we speak. Angus Brandt has opted out of his contract with the Perth Wildcats, which means, Corey- Sean Long <laughs> is coming to the West. You think it's a game, people? Listen to me. Sean, my, my sources were correct. The guy next door to the, the guy office. next door. <laughs> the guy next door to uh, Perth Wildcats office. That's my source. 
He's correct. You just added the dude next to the Wildcats office. He's going to be evicted next week. <laughs> honestly, it's a big, it's a, it's not one person. It's a big oh, business. Oh, nice. Okay, bang. Yeah, yeah. Someone's going to never know. Someone's you never know. Jack, never Jack know. Bendat's just going to never know. Audit, audit that entire business. <laughs> I think, I think uh, we should run down a few of the things that we sort of heard or know about in the NBL yeah, yeah. at the moment. Uh, if we go to Brisbane, Adam Gibson's out, especially with Sobian. They're not going to pick up Gibbo again, but he'll go somewhere Phoenix, else. Phoenix, great backup. There we go. Yeah, good. And uh, to start off a new, to starting off a new club, I would love to see Gibbo there, just as a bit of veteran leadership, all that sort of stuff. Because they've got a first year head coach in Simon Mitchell in terms of the NBL. Pretty young Tommy Greer, first year GM. I reckon it'd be good to get someone who's been around the traps for a long time, and not that Tommy Greer hasn't, but in that position, having a veteran player in there, I think it'd be a great move. Cameron Bairstow hasn't been picked up. Is he going to be picked up by another team? That's my question. I'm not sure. Cairns Taipans might want to go knocking on that door. Well, hasn't Rob Lowe said that he wants out? Has he? Yeah. Where would he go? I've heard that Rob Lowe said he he wanted out. Where would he go? go? After a a piss poor poor season. They can't because they're going to pick up Ty Wesley and he's an import this year. He may not be. From what I'm hearing, he's going to stay in New Zealand for, I don't know, X amount of months so he can get that – Citizenship. I saw that. Not a source. I just saw it he on Twitter. He spent a lot of time in New Zealand, so yeah. maybe there is something I can believe that there would be some truth to that. I saw it on Twitter. I'm not going to say it was a source. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you didn't hear from Ty West's yeah. next door neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> Jerome Randall, gone? Gone. Well, it didn't work out this year. He put up his numbers, but it didn't work out this year. And I really believe that at the end of the day, the key to everything is bogey. If they didn't work. They didn't work well together. So I can't see. Is this the last we've seen of Jerome Randall and Hopefully the NBL? Not. I don't believe. Maybe there's another. Opposite. Maybe he can go back to Adelaide. He's playing you know for I mean? a big time club in Europe right now. He's and he got Locomotive, the first one. Is it or? Mm-hmm. Let me tell. I'll tell yeah. you this right now. Because the thing that I like about this is your source is Jerome Randall for a lot of these things. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he he got his first win. Yeah, and this is a very very big respected club in Russia. Like there's three players on that uh, team. Locomotive, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's Brokoff. three. There's oh, three. Exactly. Brokoff played for him. There's three players on that team currently on a million each. Yeah. For the season. Is he so one that, of them? No, 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 no. But he would he would be very happy with whatever he signed for because that is a no nonsense club. Yeah. And I sure. mean Jerome Randall, regardless if they didn't reach their final goal this year, he's still a gun. So, clubs respect it. So I'm sure he's pretty happy with that team. So if I'm him, what I'm going to do is focus on winning the Russian Cup. And I think they're in the I'm, – I'm pretty sure they're in the EuroLeague. Yep. Advancing as far as you can. So that opens up all other options and other opportunities. So even if you're not back in the NBL, you're pretty happy where you sign yeah. next season in Europe. Uh, Brad Newley re-signs for two years today. That's is, big. That's big as far as keeping a veteran – on board, what however, in terms Kevin, of losing another veteran, Kevin Lish might be out the door. Not happy that Rob Beveridge didn't get the head coaching job. Of course, Will Weaver, um, another G League coach coming to Australia, guy who's got a bit of a reputation in the Australian basketball scene, working with the Boomers now as the head coach of the Sydney Kings. Big fan of the podcast as well. Big fan of the podcast. He Shout out to, to Will Weaver. Shout out to Will Weaver. Hashtag state, and good of, luck state in, of the pod. Good luck in the finals. He led his team to the top of the Eastern Conference, mm. I believe. So 
Will Weaver getting it done. But Kevin Lish might be on the move. For me, I don't think he will be. Maybe they'll tell him, look, if you sign back with us, you'll be a backup. We're going to bring a dynamic backcourt. Oh, sorry. Stop, we did oh, that that oh, Stop okay. we get tech support. Tech support. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Again. I think we're going to get <laughs> – Will Weaver might say, look, we, we, we like you. You're a great local. And we might bring in a dynamic backcourt. We might want you to come off the bench, but I'm sure there'll be options for him. Once you're a local and you're a gun like him, yeah. there'll definitely be options. I wouldn't want to move everybody. And when I mean everybody, I mean the whole family out of Sydney going somewhere else. So I could see him going back to Perth as a backup. Yeah, I could see that. It is a big move. A backup for who? The gun cotton? The Lamborghini don't need no backup. You could run him all. I saw it. I'm a believer. The Lamborghini does not need a backup. <laughs> he needed a backup midway through the season. Nope. He needed the other players to fire. Did you guys see Cotton on Instagram? His Instagram you story? He's got an Instagram story? Cotton? He, got yeah, his, he uses he, it? He yeah, got he his wisdom it. teeth out. He got out. his wisdom teeth out oh. and he was high as hell afterwards really? going, I love you, Perth fans. Like it was, <laughs> it was, it was like... It was like 10 minutes long. Get out. Saying the same shit. It was like blood on his mouth. It was Damn. it was so yeah. weird. But it's you could good. tell because usually when you come out of those sort of things, you're entirely honest and that sort of stuff. So he didn't come out saying all this wild shit. Right, he right, comes right. out saying how much he loves Perth fans. Right. Like this dude is the most likable character yeah. in the league. Yeah, well, second, got the, second got, behind Damian Mark. I was about I to say, they've got the most likable backcourt. The most likable backcourt. Hey, speaking of likable Perth Wildcats, I did the three-on-three. Of course, you were down yeah. there, Corey. Greg three Hire, on three man. Down. Greg Hire is the man. Greg Hire. I watched this yeah. dude bust his ass on the court for so long, and he's only 30. Damn, that's He's it? only 30. He look old as fuck. Well, he's probably because he's been hit. Because <laughs> he's been playing up. He was 30. He was 30. Yeah, yeah he's 30. I, yeah, so he's retired I, fairly I young. Greg Hyatt, he's got man. all this stuff. Yeah, but he was just a guy. fan. For such a tough on court player. Yeah. He was a fucking great dude. Yeah, he's super nice. Yeah, he's yeah, such yeah. a nice no, guy. Fan, but that's the sort of dudes that is going to hurt the. Like, in my opinion, it hurts the Wildcats losing guys like that. He's and of course, gone. he's retired. Like, he hasn't been outed by the Wildcats. He's retired. But, but it's still. almost like. It's like when you have those sort of characters and just really good dudes. Like he came into this camp, didn't know anyone. He's just coming off a championship. Fantastic dude. Yep. Fantastic dude. They're the sort of locker room guys. Did he vomit? He, he did, did vomit. He, he did. He did take his <laughs> few minutes in. Because he's working his ass off. That's no, it's yeah, because he's like, been drinking since he's drinking his ass off. Celebration. He's having his celebratory yacht parties. But no, the Wildcats is just a really, really likable team. Speaking of that, I saw the photo. That was a mega yacht they were on. That was huge. That was a mega yacht the Wildcats was, were was on. Was that like a shot at Larry? Like, oh, you guys, you guys want to party on a yacht when you win? Ooh. Check this yacht out. Jack Bendad just rolls the old wheelchair um, right no, no, the ramp. No, no, no. <laughs> Shout out to Access Hire. Access higher. For giving them the boat that day. Oh. Wow. That was a hell of a boat. Yep. Did we get that it? boat was sick. Hey Corey, I'm gonna put this one on you. you Don't put it on me. To, no, 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 no. You've managed to get yourself a jersey sponsorship. Some Lenovo action and Aston Martin actions. Well, it seems to be everything is sponsoring you. Well I'm the, I'm, I think I'm actually the only one on the podcast who isn't sponsored. I'm still wearing cotton on button up shirts. Listen. Can you find a yacht sponsor so we can record the podcast on the yacht? If I'm able to do that, we might have to do it not in Melbourne. We might have to go Deal. to another state. Oh, oh. We, we go to Sydney. 
Uh, Where are we going I'll to Sydney? Sydney. I've seen <laughs> you. Here we go. I've seen you in your little fucking Australian shorts, I know, jumping I know, off tropical swan dive. I know where we're going as well. We're going to Sydney, B. Oh, we can way, do it. The way the word though said with the excitement, he knows where we're going, makes me really worried about where we're going. Yo, uh, no, 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 this, this is <laughs> it's, it's good. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, yeah. I'm gonna take out insurance before we go wherever we're going. Um, <laughs> do you want to hear some big news? Big news. You got more big, big news. More? Big, big breaking news. Yeah, so it's not yet. Ben, whoa. Yeah, come Lord, on, man. You, come you come can on. Two ways. What did he say? He said, break you, me. Said, <laughs> 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 What's wrong with you, man? Hey, no, 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 no. Did you tell Greg Hyde that you called him a oh, dilf the other day? Oh, God, oh I did, did you? No. Yeah, uh, did you tell him? I wish nah, I should have remembered. didn't come up in conversation. Oh. Damn. Anyway. Ben Simmons is in to play Team USA in Melbourne. Boom. He is in. Are you sure? I am sure. So, first hold of on, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you go. You first. Come on, nah, man, nah, stop nah. it. Uh, I'm scared anything I say is going to be turned into something else. <laughs> but anyway. Who's your source Are on we this? putting this in the same category as you floated the idea to me in the office that basketball as a five-on-five sport will no longer play a part in the Olympic Games after Tokyo 2020. I'll tell you that the 2020 Olympics will be a very important medal to win because basketball as a five-on-five will not be part of the Olympics in 2024. Surely not. I don't believe that. I would the Olympics. That is a death knell for the Olympics in so many respects. And I'm not saying basketball is the most important sport, but it's a massive aspect. It's one of the most it's the most famous people at the Olympics in some regards, barring some, you know, the Usain Bolt. But what what is the Olympics all about? I don't know. Amateur status. Mm. Oh. So then maybe they'll turn it into And who and like you just said, mm. basketball is the most famous. popular, famous. It's Outgrown. Yeah. Well, it's like and if they had soccer there, it would and be that's out, why, of, out of control. Exactly. And so the expenses attached to basketball, the stadium, all that sort of stuff, the Olympics isn't going that oh, great. Wow. And so basketball's being cut. That's why three on three is coming into this coming Olympics and three on three will be the basketball going forward, uh, the three on three. Wow. wow. Now, it makes sense makes the way sense you put it because I was ready to just shoot you down and say that yeah. there's no way that it's happening, but it does make sense. I still would be very surprised if it happened. Look, I hate I hate it. Like yeah. I'm not saying this. Well, you're an Olympian. You've got history. Yeah. You, don't, yeah. you don't want to be telling Taz. Yeah. That, Guess oh, what? Yeah, yeah, I used yeah. to play basketball they when it was basketball five on five. This thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what? <laughs> no. Back in the day, we used to play <laughs> with five people. No. Once you have five people, I mean, you have three people. Now we've only got two. That's just crowded, yeah. <laughs> now we're playing king of the court. You have a seven-point shot. Yeah, as long as we still got people left on the court, buddy. Like it's a, it's a, I think that's why it coincides that Ben Simmons will be here. Mm, this to might be play. the last time. It might be the last time that we see something like this until – and come on, NBA, get your fucking shit together. Bring a game down to Australia. That like has I'm to sick. I'm sick yeah. of seeing it in every other if fucking Larry country. Larry can bring Team USA down. But again. but I'm sick of seeing every other country getting a game when Australia has the second highest NBA league pass yeah. accounts behind the USA, and we can't get a fucking game. I've down worked here. it out. Everyone, delete your fucking league pass because the NBA knows we're watching on league pass. If there's games here, we ain't gonna watch it on league pass. We're gonna go to the game. Delete your league pass. Here's what I think is gonna happen, and it's gonna play a huge part in it. August 6th, 
That's when the Boomers play Team USA, right? Mm -hmm. All right. So what's going to happen is we want to see, we as the NBA, we want to see we're going to bring some of our guys down. We're going to bring some of our best and current guys. Yeah. Let's see how we are received. Let's see how this arena What do you mean how we're going to be received? Like if you can't get it from how many Australians fucking watch basketball, NBA as it is already, compared to – are you fucking kidding me? Like the UK – Watch more than what we do. No fucking chance. There's no fucking, fucking chance. Oh, that was no. Ireland. Yeah. No. no. There's no There's fucking no. chance. We're watching any of that NBA They're shit. not even going to fucking Ireland. <laughs> fucking Ireland. Yeah, yeah. It's watching UFC fights. But they're having fucking warm beer. Mm. And they're gonna they get to enjoy a game every fucking year. Well, I've always and, said warm beer and, we, and league pass is oh, a fantastic combination. Yeah, Fuck me. Good. Come on, NBA, get your shit together. I'm with you. Cause I I mean, how many NBA players that are Australian in the league right now? Double digits. 13. What is that? Second. What is that as second. far as second? Who's first? Canadian? No, America. America. Did you just say no. Canadian? Canadian? I'm talking about- Canadian. No, 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 no. You just said Canadian. Canadia oh, as I'm a sorry. country. I'm sorry. How many Canadians? <laughs> you Canada? played for the Raptors, man. <laughs> is this Canada? is why you got cut. Just so you know. <laughs> I didn't know I want to play in Canada. I didn't know how to say it. I'm, I'm thinking, playing for Canada. <laughs> so what- the amount of imports I'm talking about playing in the NBA, what countries first? I think Australia. Australia, has yeah, because the most because yeah. Europe's so spread out. This Got you. Europe is a, you're right. Europe. We'd be up there with Canada, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that game has to happen. It's but crazy. It's, it's just, point, just fucking bringing game down here. Well, maybe we should just be grateful that the, the NBA is going to buy the NBA. You would sell out the MCG. I believe Easily. so. No, you wouldn't sell out the MCG because if you were going to sell out the MCG, then you'd be able to sell out the MCG for this Team USA game. Isn't it sold out right now for Marvel? Marvel? No, I believe Marvel's 50000 or so. But they, you can't sell out because and, they don't and, have seating and, everywhere for and, it. And you know why? No roof at the MCG. No roof at the MCG as well. So if it rains, you're, you're fucked. fucked. I'm sorry. We want it to rain, but on court, not okay, literally rain. Okay. okay, so we've covered the NBA. But we, did, we didn't cover... Talk about more about Ben Simmons. We went straight to the Olympics. Yeah. How do you know he, first of all, his contract year for his sneaker deal mm -hmm. and his contract with the Philadelphia 76ers, will that all be done? He'll be looked after. Someone has put in an extraordinary amount of money to make sure that he is. Larry Kesselman? No. Jack it, Bender? No. <laughs> Jack Bender. Packard? The Packard family? No. I'm not going to tell you any, either Sports way. Sports bet? <laughs> no. <laughs> Definitely no. <laughs> but someone has put in a lot of money to make sure that he is here to play in his home state against Team USA. Is it a betting agency? No, it's not. Okay. Okay, I can't no, guess I think that anymore. might even not be allowed. Yeah. <laughs> but either way, it's great news for the it's Australian great. fans. Thank you to you, anonymous donor. Well, maybe we can Google it. I'm Google trying to what? think. I'm trying to think put of the really money up so he's going to play. I'm trying to it's think. Not of even, it's not even out yet that he's playing. I'm trying okay. to think of really rich people that are associated with basketball. I'm literally just thinking of Ben Simmons himself. <laughs> Did he pay? <laughs> no, Dante Exum. But but the good thing is he's going to be here. That's awesome. Nice. And nice. it's a ten out of ten as far as the source goes. Okay. Ooh. Because it's the actual person himself. So ten out of ten Ooh. source. So it's he knows people. Oh, yeah. No, well, well, no, because I see, I'll tell you how he knows people. Because huh. I'm over there eating Uber Eats Subway at home and then I look on Instagram and were those at Nobu, or Rockpool it was at Crown. Yeah. Yeah, and you didn't show the person you were with, which is always a suspect sign. That's mm. always a suspect sign. It's like it's someone that's, I don't know, you don't look like you're filming them sort of thing. Okay. Yeah, anonymous. So it was, okay. And you even hinted something like, 
It's a Wildcat sponsor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wildcat sponsor, that sort of thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were supposed to meet up with a Wildcat sponsor the other day when we left you. I want some damn perks. At 4 p.m., you said. Yeah. Got a good memory. Oh, you do have impressive. a good memory. But he did impressive. not say the name. No. But I did see a little bit of wheelchair in the side. No, it was a picture. It was Jack Bender. <laughs> <laughs> Jack's not allowed to fly. Oh, oh he okay. can't. I don't know. How old is Jack Bender? A hundred. Is he actually? No. Looks, he looks, he looks quite old. Yeah, he's yeah, old. Very he's successful. Old. Jack, super, super, super Hugely successful. successful. And what he's been able to do for the Perth Wildcats has been nothing yeah. short of amazing. Yeah, one of the best owners he, in Australia. Well, there's not many sports you can own took, in Australia. Yeah. But yeah. He took them off the canvas and look where they are now, yeah. where they're playing at. Yeah. The championships that they've won since World he took class, over. class, man. And he always had that drive. He had the saying. I want to be number one. Are you the guy to make me number one? That was Jack Bendat saying. That's it. That was his saying. Mm. So, okay, That's let cool. me ask you this. Mm -hmm. Back since we're on the Wildcats. Mm -hmm. Oh, we're going back to fucking Sean Long. Here we go. Can we talk if about cans? Angus <laughs> <laughs> if Angus Brand is gone, right, what's their backup? Mate, you know how many times you've He's asked gone. us? Rob Beveridge. Even Sabrina's falling in fucking sleep <laughs> trying to post. listen to your shit. <laughs> That is Shout a out, huge. Uh, Thank you for being here for the second time this uh, week. Hi, babe. <laughs> hey. So that is a huge void. They need a backup and a starter. Who do you get? So you're just saying Tom Jervis is out. Tom Jervis is out. Who are you going to get? Maybe Rob Lowe wants to go there. Hey, you're definitely not picking up Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe's the guy from Cairns? Yeah. If they got money on The guy with the curly hair? Yeah. No, I'm not picking him up. He didn't well, play he, himself worthy of being on the Perth Wildcats. Yeah. He doesn't play Wildcat basketball for you? Doesn't play Wildcat basketball. Okay. He's not yeah. tough enough. Okay. You give Greg High the bag and you bring him back. Give him out of retirement. Yeah. All right. So we've touched on the NBL, the NBA, and there is one big basketball event going on right now. That is March Madness. We finally reached the Sweet 16. It was <laughs> We were in the second round when we first recorded this podcast until someone slapped the mic out. So Sorry, we're finally at actually worked out well. We're at the Sweet 16 and moving on into the Elite Eight soon with the big Dukies to play tomorrow. Well, first off, Gonzaga punched their ticket today. Yeah, Elite they Eight. They beat uh, Florida State. Uh, Purdue beat Tennessee in overtime. That was a great game. Great game. Uh, so that one's done. At the moment, as we speak, there is Virginia and Oregon are playing and Virginia is up. And the second game is, I think it is Michigan-Texas Tech, if I'm correct. And Texas Tech are whooping the shit out of Michigan. Let me give you a quick story about when I played college basketball. So we made the tournament in, I think it was 2014. Wait, tell everyone who your team is. Eastern Washington University. I saw Venky Joyce this morning, by the way. Oh, you did? Yeah. What was he doing? He's he usually was, playing golf every he was, day. Uh, he was shooting around. Oh, nice. Free morning. throws? Uh, he was practicing them. Nice. He needed to. Nice. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. He's got a fucked up shooting style. It, it is, but you know what? He's actually it's not efficient. a terrible three-point shooter, no, no. which is funny. He's yeah. just got to work on his free throws, but he makes them in practice. He doesn't make them in the game at the moment, but I'm sure he'll get that covered. But anyway, we were we made the tournament coming up against Georgetown. And Georgetown is one of those schools that they have everything. They have the locker room full of Gatorades, all that sort of stuff. They don't need any of these extra towels and any of that sort of stuff. Eastern Washington, not so much. We're a small school. Fought our way into the tournament, 13 seed. So Georgetown, when we went for shoot-around that morning, Georgetown used the locker room before we did. 
Nothing touched in there. Completely untouched. There was a couple of towels, like a towel there. All the fridge still stocked. We get in there. And my fucking God, anything that wasn't nailed down in that room was ending up in our bags. (laughs) Our coach even tried to work out a way to get the fridge out of that because it had all this March Madness shit. I had 17 apple juices in my fucking bag. I didn't even drink apple juice. Loaded that shit up. Anything, all the posters on the wall, everything that wasn't nailed down. Like if you could have started taking the woodwork and bricks out of the wall, we would have taken it. We would, we, if we could have taken the wheels off the fucking bus, we would have taken that shit and brought it back to Cheney. Like anything that was, and I'm sure they hate that. I'm sure they like, like say, oh, we got Duke coming through. Like, yeah, yeah just, just clean it up a little. Oh, we got a 16 seed coming through. We got we got Loyola Marymount. Your boy's coming through. Oh, shit. Nail it down. Bolt it down. We need two security guards in the office. Every, watch the monitors on the side of the court. Make sure no one grabs one of those. But it's just all about the experience. That's what it's like for some of these small teams. That's why it's so special when they make, you know, they make it through to the uh, elite eights and that sort of stuff. And we don't really have that fairy tale team this year. No, it's been that the big dogs have really come in and, and dominated this one. Yeah. So the four games for tomorrow, and we'll get selections: Michigan State a dollar thirty-two and LSU three dollars forty. Ooh, LSU at three dollars forty. As much as I like Michigan State, I think there's value. On LSU, although I do think the Michigan State will win. I'm going Michigan State. Michigan State for sure. I know you're wearing green. You're wearing the full spot in green. You got your Tom Izzo look going on today. (laughs) Shout out to Tom Izzo. Sean Long! Sean Long! Uh, Duke, $1.28. Virginia Tech, $3.73. Ooh. $3.73. I I sound like that nuffy that just goes for every roughy in the book. $3.73. Man, Duke can't shoot. Virginia Tech's a good defensive team. That'll be interesting. Although. Probably got to back Zion. But I, I would legitimately... The other one, I'd take Michigan State, but in this one, I would take Virginia Tech, yep. $3.73. Uh, UNC, $1.40. Auburn, $2.96. Yeah, no, you got to give me more for Auburn on that one. I'm taking UNC. 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 Yeah. Uh, Kentucky, $1.60. Houston, $2.35. I like the $1.60 on Kentucky. Yep. I'm, I'm with you with that as well. I think the only one... I think Virginia Tech might get Duke. That's, yeah, I think that that's... $3.73. Yeah. If it was $3.72, I might not take it, but $3.73, that's juicy. <laughs> You're in? I'm in. The hook, line, and sinker. Um, what sunglasses have you got on right now, mate? Um, Bose. Can you play music in them? Not only can I play music. <laughs> but I can predict where players are going to go. Sean <laughs> <laughs> Long! Sean Long! <laughs> I can actually make and receive phone calls. And they've got nothing that goes in your ear, which is the coolest part. There's nothing, nothing on these headphones that go in your ear. And we might sound like the most untech savvy people ever, but it just looks like a regular pair of sunglasses. But it's bone conduction is what it's called. Yeah, um, I'm extremely excited to be the first person that I know in Australia with these. That's cool. And the reason it works so well for me was because there's such a lack of density between the ears for me that the music can roll. So you're playing something right now. No, she just told me that it's ready to connect. Oh, I was about to say I heard something. Oh, yeah, that's my I phone. Asked. I thought oh, you were that playing was music cool. and I was like, no. chorus I was like, not even to fucking music. No, well, my, my battery's dead on my last, phone. Last thing before we sign off, Joe Ingalls yesterday. Oh. He had the Autism Awareness Day. How special was that? Could have been Lake. so much more special as well. The man, Our man had 11 points, nine rebounds, and a career-high 14 assists. And... If you didn't know, Vivid Homes has given him $5,000 for every assist 
to go towards the charity. Ah. And so he has a career-high 14, so 70,000 nice. straight nice. to autism awareness. And shame on every other player for missing any shot that they passed him. Absolutely. The ball. Shame. What a, and shame on Quinn Snyder for taking him out with three minutes to go yeah. when one rebound shy of a triple-double. Wow. But that's the thing, and I reckon that – And Joe wouldn't they, have given a shit. He wouldn't have given a shit, but I still would have loved just for the, the moment. You know, the game was about autism awareness. Of course, his son Jacob died on with autism. It would have been so special for him to get a triple-double. In yeah. that game. And it was still special. You got career high in that and he played absolutely amazing. But just for that moment that it was and how much he's doing at the moment for the awareness aspect of that. And that's the thing that's been really impressive about Joe Ingalls in this situation. He's not just, you know, dealing with, you know, his own child and, you know, the, the certain sort of things that you have to deal with around that situation. He's focusing everything on awareness for everyone else. Because he's in a fantastic financial position. He's, he's got a lot of opportunities where he can give Jacob, you know, everything that he needs to succeed in life. Mm-hmm. But he's, he's, he's doing it on an awareness standpoint, which is what's really special to me. He's worrying about everyone else. Which and is the Utah really Jazz thing. have been awesome as well. They yeah. put up the sensory room for kids that suffer autism yeah, yeah. already. It's, it's already super up cool. There. Super and at cool. three-quarter time, the Utah Jazz, Vivid Homes and yeah. Joe and Renee donated $1.2 million to autism. It's crazy. It's we talk about the Perth. I'll tell you who'd fit in with the Perth Wildcats culture: Joe Ingles. No, he's too smart ass. <laughs> he he, he, he is. A, you're, you're right. He is for a smart ass <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. No, Joe's an awesome dude. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward to celebrating the 10 year reunion of the South Dragons in a couple oh, of months. Oh, there we go. Well, we will end it on that note. <laughs> oh, yeah. At me. That's because we whooped that ass. That's why. <laughs> Woo! You said that. I looked back. I was like, he was like, oh, God. <laughs> well, anyway, we'll wrap it up there. If you want to tweet us out some stuff, talking about our March Madness predictions or anything else you want to talk about, at C Homicide, at Wertho, at Sabrina? No. <laughs> <laughs> at Felix Hoff. You can tweet it out to anyone you want here. <laughs> That's all we got time for. We'll see you next week. Peace.